Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is a very special episode of the HR Social Hour. John and Wendy talk to Mike Sippel Jr. of the Talent Magnet Institute. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going tonight, John? Wendy, I'm I'm well. I'm super excited. The month of July has been great. Yes. And one of the reasons it's been even better is that Talent Magnet Institute has been sponsoring the show for the entire month. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to have this conversation with Mike to talk a little bit about yeah. some of the things they've got going on. Always a pleasure to have Mike around. He's been such yes. a incredible part of our community since we started. Yeah, it's great to have uh, Mike back on the show. I'm always excited to to chat with him. So, um, and happy that we can partner with him. Uh, you know, several. I guess we've done this several times throughout the year so far. So, looking forward to to me- many more um, opportunities to partner with him and. Uh, the Talent Magnet Institute. I don't think we're going to give him a, a formal introduction. I'm going to let you just launch right into the questions and we will go from there. <laughs> we will do that. And, you know, it's been great because Mike has been hyping up coming on the show on Twitter today. Um, so, Mike, of course, you did put it out there. Sure. What's in your glass tonight? Well, so, John and Wendy, a special bottle for the two of you. I broke out my High West Yippie Kaye, which is a a bourbon finished in vermouth and Syrah uh, wine barrels. So uh, it's a very, very good bourbon. Wow. Wow. I am. I'm honored. (laughs) But you're right. I did post it on Twitter and said, hey, when you're going to be on one of your favorite podcasts and their first question is left in your glass, cheers. (laughs) Cheers for sure. I love it. I assume that is distilled there in the fine bluegrass state? No, it's actually Park City, Utah. Whoa. Park City, Utah. Oh, I stand uh, corrected. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That almost seems wrong, Mike. I got to tell you. I know. I know you're in the the (laughs) confines of Northern Kentucky there, and that just, I don't know. But it's it's a, uh, yeah, so it's an honor to be with both of you. It's been a, a lot of fun and a great partnership to be sponsoring the HR Social Hour for the month of July. And uh, thank you for all you do for our community. Well, Mike, it's hard to believe you launched Talent Magnet Institute now a couple years ago, and then you launched the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Most of our listeners probably know who you are and know you from the community. For those that don't, maybe talk a little about kind of what you did before launching Talent Magnet Institute, but then... Once you kind of talk about yourself, talk about what you've been up to since January. You've really started ramping up yeah. the program and talk, you know, talk a little bit about that growth and, and what you're up to. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who don't know me, um, I run a 45-year-old executive search firm, as I say, 45 years strong. Um, it's a family business. So I'm a second generation Mike Sipple, hence the junior that you see in my handle. Um, So my father's been in the executive search space for 45 years. And um, so I've been doing this the last 20 years. Our episode 120, episode 120, I had the distinct pleasure of interviewing my father to talk to him about his vision of what is now called the Talent Magnet Institute. Um, So he walked through that. And, you know, it's been a a lot of research. I'd say one of the things that Centennial, which is our executive search firm, Centennial Inc., is very close to our customers. We do a lot of voice of customer work. We do a lot of research. We spend a lot of time with the organizations that we serve. And what we kept hearing is we need partners like you in the overall human capital space. 
and uh, one that is investing in us as much personally as your customer and as your friend, um, as you're concerned about us professionally. So we launched the Talent Magnet Institute with a vision that we would utilize our skills of identifying great talent and basically build a collaboratory where we're bringing together best practices and, em and employee experience, uh, where we're meeting the needs of the customer, not just what a customer thinks they need, but how do we understand what an organization and a leader really needs? You know, we find a lot of executives, you know, to be frank, are out of balance. Um, they focus so much on work performance that uh, the rest of their life really sets aside. And they, unfortunately, we think we have to wait to have significance. And we've really created a leadership development organization that is helping people know that they their identity is not their work. But while you're doing your work, you can have significance. Yeah, so it's been a labor of love. My dad and I uh, talked about episode 120 on our podcast that you uh, it's been 19 years. Um, seven years ago, Centennial added one sentence in our strategic plan that said, bring more direct value to our A customers. And we spent about four years doing research because when you have a 45-year-old strong company, you don't do anything fast. Um, you don't want to <laughs> ruin a brand. And then for the last three and a half years, um, our board and our team at Centennial and several of our clients um, really got behind us. And now we have more than 32 consultants that work with us. Um, we've hired, to your point, since January. I've added 11 people to the Talent Magnet team since February. And it has felt like I'm rowing, I'm going uh, the direction that everyone else is going the opposite. And it's been a scary process. You know, when you're leading boldly um, and you're an entrepreneur, a lot of the things you do are scary. Um, so here we are. And John and Wendy, I'm really excited that we're recording this. This comes out um, just a few days before we launch on July 29th. Our membership communities open and um, we're excited to see how the world and how leaders around the world who are engaged with our brand jump in and uh, join the journey with us. That's awesome. Um, so talk a little bit more about starting it as a subscription model. I might be one of the few people that over the last four years have read about 11 books on subscription models. Um, <laughs> and one of the things I, so I'm in a mastermind group with a gentleman called, his name's Gary Stobble, and he runs the Recruiting Labs mastermind group. I've been in his group for about 15 years. Gary used to run an executive search firm that focused on legal. Gary turned that model to start focusing on firm owners and investing in firm owners, taking all of his learnings as a firm owner and bringing best practices. I tell Gary that he was podcasting before podcasting was cool. I've been getting audio files from <laughs> Gary for, for about 11 years um, with oh. interviewing what, what, the, what our industry and executive search calls big billers. He interviews big billers. So learning from Gary, seeing what Gary does, he's basically replicating his delivery model to reach thousands of search firm owners around the, around the world. Wendy, the other component, more than 50% of Centennial's clients are um, national and global. Four years ago, we were leading our second year of what we called our CEO symposiums. And our marketing manager said, Mike, do you realize an organization like ours who tries to be so inclusive, we're immediately excluding more than 50% of our customers because we're leading physical 
CEO roundtables and CEO symposiums. And people aren't traveling from Stuttgart, Germany to Cincinnati, Ohio to attend our CEO symposiums. In fact, we're not even inviting them to do so. So we really had, hey, this is what digital should be. I should be able to deploy consultants and resources digitally, still deliver analog consulting, but get leaders in a recurring model that enables us to help you learn and lead in a journey map. You know, we believe leadership never stops. You don't ever reach the pinnacle. Um, it's a constant journey. And as one client told me today, as I was speaking with her to bring 12 of her leaders onto the platform, Mike, when we bring in one-off coaches, the journey ends when the sessions end. And one of the things we love about your model is that you're constantly doing R&D, you're constantly taking the pulse, you're constantly gaining the health diagnostic of the leaders and of the organizations you're supporting by this type of recurring model. So it's a monthly model, can buy an annual subscription, and it's also what I believe is much cheaper than most leadership platforms because we want to be accessible. You know, we believe that leaders in the front line, leaders that don't get a lot of investment should get leadership development. Um, we also believe that you should be able to build community and that people who don't have problems should get coaching. Unfortunately, our world swoops in the topic of coaching when there's a problem. And we believe that people should be investing in their people all the time um, at all levels of their organization. So that's just a little bit about the subscription model. Certainly changes the behavior and makes it more accessible. You know, if I came to you and said, hey, purchase our $37,000 consulting package, <laughs> um, that's a lot different than, than saying, hey, why don't you try us for 30 days at $497 a month? Mike, as you mentioned, been in placement for many years. You're working with executives, not just nationally, but literally globally. What are you hearing from those executives when it comes to issues that they're having in leadership development right now? And how do you feel like this new model with Talent Magnet, how does that help address those concerns and needs? If you would have asked me three years ago, the season that we wanted to launch the digital platform. So we launched the consulting platform three years ago. Um, we've been building and investing in this digital platform um, and planning to launch it in 2020. Little did I know that we were trying to create a digital platform that would launch during a global pandemic. When I speak to leaders, John, across the pond, the experiences that we're having around the world are identical. I would say the only thing right now is that most countries don't understand what's going on in America with the continued rise in the numbers. Um, but outside of that, people are dealing with the whole personal, professional challenge and balance. If there's a silver lining by something so terrible that is taking individuals' lives, is that people are recognizing that they're vulnerable and they're communicating about their vulnerability. People are recognizing that my frontline employees, my employees who are in customer service, the ones that I used to view as complete disposable, they're starting to realize that they're experiencing the same things that they are. So at the Talent Magnet Institute, we believe that people are not disposable and we need to start acting like it. And I think people are waking up to that, boy, this whole personal struggle. Um, you know, I went live yesterday and had to be home and had two puppies barking in the background, right? Um, that's that's real. You know, people, kids are showing up on, you know, you'll be on the phone call with a 
vice president of human resources and a, and a baby will start crying or a child will pop into the screen. And, and, and you know what? We actually are learning each other more. We're seeing a glimpse into others' lives. And I think that our content, because of its holistic model and approach, we certainly hope it will be, it will be absorbed and uh, appreciated by those who care about investing in themselves and investing in others. So, Mike, the last six months, uh, and, and you kind of brought it up, we've seen monumental societal shifts um, with everything that has been happening well outside of the realm of HR. What changes have you seen locally in and around Cincinnati? One of the changes, to be honest, is the, the critical, crucial, and uncomfortable conversations that are happening, that our society, regardless of where you may have come, you know, I, I talk a lot about equity, inclusion, and diversity. I sit on the African-American Chamber Board. Our search firm has an amazing partnership with our local Urban League. I grew up in an inner city school. We invest heavily in the community. Everyone is joining the discussions around racial inequality and anti-racism movements at a different stage of the alphabet. Some may still be at level B and C. Some may be at M, M, N, and O. Some may be at X and Y. At least we're having the conversations. And we're finding out the glimpse into, you know, to be frank, a lot of the executive teams are all white. And the majority of employees, especially in manufacturing, we do about 46% of our business in manufacturing. The majority of manufacturers employee base are not white. And we're starting to care more than we should or more than we have. Absolutely not more than we should. Um, we're starting to care like we should have all along. And that society wake up, the experiences, the fact that my family or friends could be affected by COVID um, just as much as the next employee, no matter at what level, no matter at what socioeconomic position, um, it's starting to wake us up to the realities of that. It's also the other big one are companies that said, we will never go remote, had no choice but to go remote. I've had two organizations, Wendy, that I've worked with over the years, our firms represented, that said, we will not hire remote employees. And now they have declared, we're turning our workforce to a co-working space and we're never going to bring everyone back full time because it's worked so well. Those are shifts that are major shifts. I mean, the corporate real estate market is shifting dramatically and people are becoming more woke to the topics that they should be. And what we need to do, leaders like the two of you, all of those leaders listening, myself and my team, we need to ensure that it doesn't stop, that we use this moment to bring people together, to love people well, knowing that everyone's starting in some place that may not be where you and I are, but we need to be empathetic, not just sympathetic, and begin having that conversation. So transparency, vulnerability, being courageous are critical things that have happened in our society since March that I hope never goes away. The other dynamic is if you're a poor leader before, and you don't lead well, and you don't build relationships, and you don't care about people, it may be time for you to recognize you need to get out of leadership. Because when times get tough, it's when your real character and values and core values show up. And, you know, as my dad said, he's been through multiple downturns in economies. And as he always says, after one of these happens, the deck chairs shuffle because 
people want to get out of the environment they're in because of how poor leaders showed up during down times. Amen and amen. I think we've we've been talking about that a lot, on, you know, in the last many months. And yes, we should. You see the best, and you see the you see the areas for development, That's right. particularly in these <laughs> in the environment that we're in. That's right, Mike. You've been just a tremendous supporter of what we do here with HR Social Hour and sponsoring the month of July. It's this is actually the first time we're going to announce that Talent Magnet Institute is also going to be sponsoring the show during the month of August, and part of that conversation is going to include you co-hosting and along with your folks at Talent Magnet Institute, co-hosting our Twitter chat that's on August 9th. And that's going to be a conversation around holistic leadership. What do you look forward to learning in that conversation? You've obviously been very, very engaged in our community and participate in the chats. What do you look forward to listening to folks discuss and and talk about in that conversation in particular? Um, I'm hoping the way we structure the discussion is to check in on people. So what I would love to be able to do is walk us through during that Twitter chat as fast. I have to say, guys, the last couple Twitter chats have happened so fast. I think I've even missed questions. Um, there's been so much action. So I hope <laughs> everyone shows up. Everyone who's listening to this, show up on August 9th. Please, please, please. The conversation, I, I, I'm hoping that we, I'm going to use kind of a model of if we can do, what we're going to experience is we're going to check in on each other. We're going to look at four different aspects of our lives. So we're going to look at relationships, work, community, and life. We believe that leadership, success in leadership is not about work. Why has the word success gotten so attached to our work life? So we want to do a little bit of a check-in. You know, we want to ask some fun questions. I think we're going to learn just like what the HR Social Hour is all about. We're going to learn even more about each other. Right. And I hope that we can use this model to take this into our workplaces the next day, which will be on Monday. I'm uh, just hoping to kind of craft some discussion around, you know, how are we doing in relationships, work, community and life? And that's one of the things I love about this community so much is that honestly, guys, that the opportunity that I've had to learn and hear and participate I feel like some of the people in this community are some of my best friends. Like we're, you know, we are in it together. You guys have done an incredible job. I just, my hat off to you both. It's just been amazing. But, you know, so I think that's the part of holistic leadership that what we say is we need to reframe success. We need to ensure that you can have significance. Success is not just about your work life. You know, just last February, um, 2019, I lost a very dear friend to suicide. And he was an incredible CEO. It rocked our world here in greater Cincinnati uh, when we found out that he took his life. And a beautiful human being, someone who loved, had so much energy and enthusiasm externally to think that we have leaders like him who so many people were around that would take their life because of despair that, that to be frank, very few people knew about. That's not okay. That's absolutely not okay. And as we build holistic leadership, as we think about the way we show up in relationships, as we get to know our people, as I say on our podcast, we should be able to love our people well. It's okay to ask about personal goals. If they don't want to share it with you, don't have them, you know, tell them, hey, I'm going to ask about your personal goals because the more I help you be successful, 
the more engaged and fulfilled you'll be at work, the more I help you feel like you're meaningful and you know your voice is heard and you know you're cared. That might be the first place of work they've ever felt that way. I believe that's what real leadership is. I also believe it's okay that our employees check in on us. And if you don't open up to vulnerability, people won't check in on you, right? Because you're, you know, that's not something we do. We don't check in to see how Mike, John, and Wendy are doing because they're always about, you know, they kind of block us out. All they want to do is talk about work. They don't want to go anyplace else. I think that's a reason why we have so many mental health problems in this country and in our world. And it motivates the heck out of me to ensure that my friend Brennan, that his life is not ever forgotten, right? That this legacy of a leader who can have hundreds and hundreds of people following him and be so empty inside that he's that he took his own life and people look around like, what just happened? I mean, there were executives calling my office crying with me for weeks. And, um, and during the pandemic, um, to be honest, we've been leading a mental health series through a, a local business club in his honor and in his name. And in the first one, his dad was on the phone, uh, on the line with us on a Zoom call. And we are getting after it to make sure that leaders in our community know that if you've got a problem, uh, you're not alone. You know, again, sorry to go in the dark place, but it's the reality. And I'm hoping to bring a little bit of fun, engagement, and just check in with each other and then use an exercise that we believe in at the Talent Magnet Institute that you can carry into your work week. I love that, Mike. And I love how you are are modeling and normalizing the conversation around true authenticity and vulnerability. And uh, I think one of the things that's coming out of this whole situation is that People are seeing the the true value in and leaders are seeing the true value in being vulnerable and that it's okay for us to say, you know, I don't know, let me find out. We we don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm gonna keep talking to you and letting you know so that you don't sit around wondering and waiting. Glad to see you modeling and um, sharing that with uh, not just our listeners, but I see you do that all the time. So I appreciate that. Mike, we have started um, our where are they now series. And uh, so kind of having a little bit of that with you as we do this catch up, but we have to ask everybody that our, our question here is what has been the best part being involved in this HR social hour community? Yeah. And I just touched on this a little bit and I really thank you both for doing this. You're an example of holistic leaders. The two of you, those listening please thank John and Wendy for what they're doing because this isn't about another typical work podcast that only talks about work. The whole intention, and I know, John, you've talked about it humbly. I've even heard you choked up a bit about how overwhelming it's been, how many people have stayed with you and you know the two of you on this journey. And it's because that you authentically care about people. I won't tell everyone John's cell phone number, but John and I talk often, right? I, I, John. I, I, I appreciate that, Mike. Uh, you're welcome. I, you know, I know if I had something come up, you know, I say a lot, you know, we need to all have 3 a.m. friends. And uh, I do believe that John and Wendy are two leaders that if something's going on or there's something just really cool, you want to share with one of them, like a new microphone or a new receiver or a new uh, something to do with podcasting. Um, or a new sticker, um, as I'm holding a holographic sticker that you all can't see. Um, 
you, you know, you two are leaders that are that example. And that's what's the coolest thing about this community. Um, the people who are in it, the people who listen, the people who share, the people who retweet, tweet, people care. You guys do an awesome job. You know, the other thing, your, your kindred spirits that you actually mail things to your guests. Um, you do cool stuff that matters, that builds friendships, that let people know you care. And I think that this this community feels that way because of the way you two lead. And um, so I thank you. That's certainly the best part. It's also the best example. You know, you two are an example that there are leaders out there who really care about humans and who want to elevate humans. So, um, so that's my best part um, of being a part of this community. Well, I... I'm a little choked up, <laughs> Mike. I really appreciate that. We, I know that I, I feel like our community is a little bit better place having you part of it. So I appreciate appreciate you being a part of it and not sharing John's cell phone number with the world as well. Um. Yeah, just trying to protect you, John. Just trying to protect you. I very much appreciate that, Mike. <laughs> Well, Mike, um, in addition to our Where Are They Now question, we do want to do a few extra question connections, questions that we've added um, just to get your input on that. This is quickly turning into my favorite question that we ask. What career did you dream of having when you were a child? That's really easy. Um, I wanted to be a landscape architect. I actually went to school for turf grass and landscape management. Um, You might not know that, but I wanted to be a landscape architect. I do enjoy uh, being in the outside, although now I have a desk job, so um, I don't get to do that as much. I remember that vividly from our first conversation. <laughs> I remember vividly that you have that background, and I found it fascinating. I still find it fascinating because <laughs> it is quite a switch from from that to, like you said, a, a desk job like you have now. Yeah, now I just create beautiful landscapes for organizations. Oh, man, that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I hope you trademark that. That's really, really good. Mike, a new HR professional asks you for one piece of advice. What do you tell them? Care more about your people than your predecessor. Even if your predecessor loved people, if you had the distinct pleasure of working for someone like a Steve Brown um, who loves people, try to care more about about your people than than your predecessor. Um, I think the other thing is be patient and learn the business. Show up as a business executive who happens to lead human resources, you know, one day and be nimble, uh, get into business related discussions and represent your people in those dialogues. Don't hold back on full representation of your people. All right. And this last one, again, I saw you getting help out on Twitter earlier, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I don't know what some of these responses say about me, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Mike Sipple Junior Day all around the world. What are people doing to celebrate? So I will admit that probably the closest answer that I was going to go with, my sister said, supporting the community um, in my little uh, Facebook uh, question. You know, I think if it's Mike Sipple Junior Day, if I look at the legacy, um, if I can ever have one. It's that individuals would express appreciation to others on that day, and they would think about their significance more than their work success. You know, I I know I have a few friends who put bourbon and put carry out from great restaurants and buying puppies and all of these things. But to be frank, I hope that my legacy is that I cared and loved people, you know, that I truly prayed for them when I told them I would, and the people around me knew that I appreciated them. 
And I think if we could have a day that people could go around and express appreciation and words of affirmation and let people know they care for them, that would be significant. Mike, I have no doubt that's a testament to you. And that is what people remember you for. As I told you, when we when we first met, when we first started talking, I so appreciate what you do. When I talk about community building, I feel like you just do it on a different level and perspective than what we've done with Social Hour, particularly like in your local community. I just have such great respect for how engaged you've been and working with leaders. And, and I'm excited for you in this new journey with Talent Magnet and, and where things are going to go. I think there's tremendous opportunities that are going to continue to abound. And we really appreciate you sponsoring us, mm-hmm. and being our friend and being engaged, giving away books, doing all the things that you have done to better our community. I'm going to assume, and it's probably a poor assumption, but I'm sure the vast majority of listeners are probably already connected with you. But for those that aren't, how do they get a hold of you? Tell us about the podcast. Tell us about how to, if they're interested in learning more about this new program with Talent Magnet, everything you want them to know, how do they get in touch? So I learned this from John, creating a website that's easy to remember. If you go to MikeSippleJR.com, MikeSippleJr.com, it's got links to the various organizations um, that I have the distinct pleasure of being a part of. Also, if you, the very first option is join today at the Talent Magnet Community, that'll take you to our TalentMagnetCommunity.com page, and, um, and you can check that out. So I would just, MikeSippleJR.com, you'll get a link to the various businesses, Centennial, Talent Magnet, certainly follow me on Twitter, Instagram, um, send me a Facebook invite, uh, but that link has URLs to all of it, just a one-stop shop. If you want to feel connected to Mike Sipple Jr., just connect to all of those links. Uh, we are very excited to welcome leaders from all over the United States and world into these leadership communities. We know that leadership is hard and no one should go at it alone. Um, and as I mentioned, you know, our big philosophy is leadership's a journey and you should be on it with others. So we hope you'll consider it. And uh, John and Wendy, thank you again for the opportunity to be one of your sponsors. Thank you for allowing me to, allowing our team to sponsor you back to back. And uh, we will be doing some more book giveaways. Um, So we look forward to people showing up. Love it. I'm not going to transcribe all that into the show notes, but I will have (laughs) links to you for sure. And Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the listeners to find you out there? Best way, as always, is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman. HRSocialHourPodcast.Podbean.com for the show. Subscribe, rate, review, Mm -hmm. share, all those great things. International listeners, you know the spiel. Get in touch. <laughs> yes. Mike, again, thank you for everything along the way. Look forward to August. Look forward, definitely look forward to the chat. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. 